If you are a businesswoman working to amplify your six and seven figure business from success to significance, then you know it's not just about the right strategies or the right tactics. It's more and more about high caliber people around you, your team, your collaborators, and advisors that can open doors for you and widen your reach. Welcome to your Circle of Influence podcast with your hosts, Dr. Monica Ogando and Amy Walker. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Your Circle of Influence. I'm one of your co-hosts, Dr. Monica Ogando. And I am Amy Walker. We are so delighted that you are here. And I think for some of us, I know certainly for me, in the, some of us in our audience, I'm saying, um, I think we're all breathing a little easier. It's like, oh, look, welcome back, civility. We missed you. <laughs> sometimes we see it on social media, sometimes across the dining table in our, our homes. Some of us are not yet meeting for, dine, for dinners in our homes with other people. But, but I love the idea that we begin any kind of discourse, any kind of conflict, any kind of disagreement or whatever from a foundation of civility, from a foundation of courtesy, and then we can go wherever from there if that's, if that's our starting point. Don't you agree, Amy? I completely agree. And I, I feel like we have gotten off course, which let's be honest, I feel like we always get off course during an election year and campaigning. Um, but it's it's been particularly bad for an extended period of time where we have been talking about our neighbors and the members of our community as though they are foreign enemies, right? Because yeah. we have a difference of opinion. Mm-hmm. And there have been so many times where I have been watching the discourse by grown-ups and looking at my children, watching them, thinking, what message am I passing on to these boys? Like, what are we, I have all boys. You may pass that same message on to girls. I'm not saying this is exclusively for boys. I just happen to have five of them living at home with me. Mm-hmm. But it's that idea that um, it's better to be right than it is to be kind, or that yeah. we're going to be right at the expense of decimating everyone in our path. Yeah. When that's never right, it just is mm-hmm. never going to be right. So I'm excited about the conversation that we're going to have today um, with Sharika Myers. She is a national speaker. She's an author. She travels across the country working with school-aged children um, to help them close interpersonal and social gaps that often lead to things like bullying and low mm-hmm. academic performance um, mm-hmm. and just that that expanding gap. And so I think this is a really good time for all of us who are entrepreneurs and have a platform and a voice and those of us who are parents to say, okay, how do we correct the damage that we have contributed to, the damage that we've witnessed, the damage that um, has been done around us. Like, how do we get back on track mm-hmm. with creating a really kind culture? Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a yeah. juicy one. I'm excited. Welcome, Sharika. We're so excited that you're here. Um, thank you for having me. <laughs> <laughs> so every, every journey has a beginning. How did you, where did you get the idea to start your company? And what was the journey from, from the start to where you are now? 
Well, it was a long journey. Let me say that first. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually, my my journey started. I'm I'm the youngest of five kids, and I was raised up in a single family household. I moved from Baltimore, Maryland, to Charleston, South Carolina, and um, everyone knows sometimes when when you're raised by a single family. I mean, well, a single parent. You know, mm-hmm. times are hard, so mm-hmm. we didn't have much things that kids had, and on top of that, I had a speech impediment. Mm-hmm. that was called stuttering mm. and yes <laughs> and it used to take me almost um two to three minutes to even say a sentence oh wow so yeah mm-hmm. so I lacked self-esteem I was picked on um teased ignored so all of that kind of um is it it kind of hindered me for a while and um you know as kids some kids can be cruel you know so um so I always thought less of myself, really. Mm-hmm. But um, one particular year when I was in middle school, I had this teacher, an English teacher name is Qualls. I can never forget her either. Um, and we had this project in school where everybody had to go to the office to read the announcements. So every time that she put my name on the board for the next day, when, when, whenever I would see my name, I wouldn't go. But one day, I'm not sure if I didn't pay attention or what, but it was my time to go. Mm-hmm. And when I got to the office, of course, I didn't want to um, read it. Come, I got the office, they had this long list, right? And people in the school knew I stuttered, but not everybody knew I stuttered because I did other things to, to uh, avoid people realizing that I cracked jokes, you mm-hmm. know, I get in mm-hmm. trouble and things like that. But they had this long list on um, and... When I got on the loudspeaker, the only thing I could say was good morning. My name is Sharika. And that took me almost a minute. Yeah. So I stopped reading it. And the um, the principal, the the secretary had to finish it. And I was going to get suspended. So they they called my mother. She came to the school and she's like, what is the problem? Mm -hmm. And they showed her this list. And my mother said, she can't read that. And they asked her, well, what is the problem? She said, don't y'all know she stutter? Mm. And they just look, even though they heard me over the loudspeaker having a hard time, even saying, good morning, my name is Sharika. So that, that day kind of changed the way I thought about things. Um, I went through school that day. People was now the entire school then heard me. They, mm-hmm. they knew I stuttered. I went home and I, I, I don't know what triggered, what made me think of this, but I would always read quietly. So I started to read out loud to myself, but nobody knew I was doing it. My mother didn't know. My siblings didn't know. They used to be outside, mm-hmm. but I started to do it. So over the years, and then when I started to do that, when I did finally start to really talk to people, I would talk the same way I read. Mm-hmm. I would say, can you go with me? So people still laugh and that still sound crazy. I sound like a robot now. <laughs> but um, So, but over the years, I began to speed up and be able to talk at a normal pace mm-hmm. but and I, I would think that even when I was speaking at a normal pace then things would get normal for me but it didn't because over the years I still had low self-esteem inside to and when I would be talking to people my mind would play tricks on me. I still would think that they would be laughing but they wouldn't be laughing but my mind would be telling me that yeah so I, I, I went through life just doing the bare minimum. I graduated high school. I did, I, I trade all these different jobs. Um, and then once I did that, I, um, I just, I said, 
once I have kids, I said that I prayed that neither one of my kids stuttered. And, you know, when people have kids, we always say that we pray that they have 10 toes, 10 fingers, and they be healthy. Well, Mm -hmm. me, I just prayed that neither one of my kids stuttered because that's why I felt like hindered me. Mm -hmm. So neither one of my kids stuttered. I was like, okay, God, I got past that. Fast forward. I have my first grandson. His name is Lil Herbert. And and when he started to talk, I noticed he's do the same thing I did. I had this thing where as though I would be blinking my eyes. I would be blinking my eyes and I would be tapping on my legs and he would open up his mouth and nothing would come out. I do the same thing. Mm. So um, one day he said he was trying to say something and he just stopped and said, Granny, I can't say it. So I looked at him and I said, yes, you can slow down, take your time. And after he said that, I said, never say that you can't do anything. Mm-hmm. Now, at this time, I'm 35. Right. Once he did that, I walked upstairs in my room and I just cried. I cried. I, I just cried because at that moment, I felt like I was looking at myself. I knew exactly how he felt. I mm-hmm. knew I, I, I just something just clicked in me. And mm-hmm. I said, I can't encourage him. I can't tell him that he can do a degree. And that's when I formed everyone voice matters. That's amazing. That's great. Love um, it. So thank you, Sharika, what are some of the, as you were starting to write these books and you were starting to go into the schools and take your message out to kids, what are some of the challenges that you've experienced in trying to help solve this problem of self-esteem and bullying. So Sharika, as you were getting your message out there and writing these books and trying to work on empowering kids to have higher self-esteem and be kinder to each other, what are some of the challenges that you faced? Some of the challenges that I faced was I noticed that some, some kids and keep in mind, some of the schools that I go to is majority in low income areas. Um, speaking to those kids, some, some of those kids had low self-esteem. Some, some, some of those kids being, being able to let them know that, you know, it's okay with being who you are. It's okay with, um, with not having some of the things that other kids have, you know, it's okay that, um, maybe some of them came, came from a single parent household, you know, and it starts with loving yourself. Because I had to learn how to love myself first before I mm-hmm. could even be able to teach somebody else how to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So as you're talking with the kids, what are some of the things that you teach them? If you were going to say for us as parents, those of us that have children and we're trying to teach them to be more kind and better advocates for maybe those who need a friend. What are some of the pieces of advice that you would give? I always tell kids to believe in themselves. Don't give up. Love yourself. You know, Mm -hmm. have faith in God. I I, I always tell them that, you know, and don't be afraid to just start. Don't, Don't be afraid to, I mean, to get turned down or be told no. You know, just keep going. Because for every no, there's like five more yeses right behind it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? So yeah. yeah, that's what I always tell them. That's great. Love that's it. Great. So in terms of your business and, and the company, the organization that you run, 
where where to next? What are you currently creating that you're passionate about? I'm currently working on a little Herbie app mm -hmm. um, to where as though that it will deal with kids' speech. It would deal with um, fin financial literacy, um, STEM, um, just, just di different things of that nature. I'm actually currently in the studio working on the Little Herbie series show that will be on his YouTube um, channel and hoping that we can take that further. Um, so, and my next book from, from the Little Herbie series book series yeah. is um, Her Herbie Goes to School. And people always, I, I name my, I'm not sure if I told y'all, but I have my own mascot as well. Mm -hmm. I have, <laughs> I have my own mascot and his name is Lil Herbie, which I named, I named him after my grandson, but I always tell kids the, the real Lil Herbie is me. It's the kid that has been inside of me for so long that, that has, that had low self-esteem that mm -hmm. was afraid to talk to people. And now I'm, I'm just finally birthing him so that the kids can have someone that, that they can relate to. So, so he's like my alto eagle. Mm -hmm. <laughs> awesome. I love that. I love that. And it's a great way to use, you know, we, we've gotten so used to consumerism in the media. And I love that you taking the, the creator approach to it, creating media <laughs> instead of just consuming it, you know, for our kids to have um, healthier options to consume, especially when it comes to their, their leadership, their relationship skills, their life skills, like you said. So I, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And see my, my program, I always try to build a program like that. I always tell kids, I wish I had a me when, mm -hmm. when I was in school, you right. know, mm -hmm. now my, my mom, like I said, she, she single mom, she had to work two jobs. Mm -hmm. So um, I wish I had someone that would tell, even I had teachers that would encourage me, mm -hmm. but sometimes you need that one person to tell that, that tell that, I wish I had somebody could tell me that Sharika, your voice matters. Yeah. Right. You know, you, it, yeah. it doesn't matter if it takes you a while to say something. It doesn't matter mm -hmm. if, um, what, what kids have to say at the end of the day, your voice matters just like everybody else's. And, mm -hmm. and that's what I try to implement in my program because I, I've been in their shoes. I know how they feel. So I tried to implement the things I wish I had. Yeah. Love it. Beautiful. Well, we are going to take a break. And when we come back, we'll have a listener challenge for you. So stay tuned. You have worked hard and you've earned your place at the table of influence. Wouldn't it be great to have a board of advisors that celebrate your wins, support your growth and challenge your blind spots? That's why we host our influencer circles for six and seven figure business women. You are a high achieving entrepreneur woman who wants a deep dive in business strategy, collaboration, and strategic relationships. Go to yourcircleofinfluence.com forward slash influencers and reserve a spot in one of our upcoming circles. Welcome back, everyone. We are here having a just a wonderful conversation today about the kindness and the care that we all deserve to feel. And I know that we all hit points in our life where we feel like our voice is silenced for some reason or another, you know, maybe it's because, um, we had too much energy for the classroom. Maybe it's because we went through some family trauma 
Maybe it's because we swallowed down some pain. Maybe it's because we went through a phase. I, I still remember the first time I realized that not everyone in the world liked me or loved me, you know? So what my, my challenge for you is, and this is a really powerful, sacred, personal experience. Find a picture of yourself at that age and then write a letter of advice to that little girl or that little boy. If we've got some listeners uh, listening in that are of the male variety, but write that letter of advice and what words you needed at that point in your life. It is one of the most powerful healing experiences that I've ever done. And I invite you guys to do it and then share with us how it went. We would love to hear from you. Love to hear it. Yes. I'm going to do it, Amy Walker. I'm going to do it. Don't be prepared with tissues and (laughs) ugly cries. Okay. (laughs) You know, you know, that's, that's a, that's a good game for me. Okay. So now we're going to go into our fast lightning round, fast question, lightning round. And so we are going to ask you a series of seven of six questions and just what goes up from the top of your head. Okay. Is that how you say it? See, this is a problem that multilingual people have. We we sometimes (laughs) get off the top of your head. Is that how you say That's it? That's an English saying, Monica. Okay. Right there. Okay. I'm on track. Okay. You got off it. The dome, off the dome. Off the top of your head. Got it. All right. First question. What's well, the No, best- we don't say off the dome. We just say off well, the top of your head. <laughs> listen, if you check with Black Twitter, Black Twitter will say off the dome. That This is your dome. Be- okay. 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 That's just, that's my whiteness, right? I got it. Oh God, this is showing, Amy. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to look it up on Urban Dictionary. It will tell me what's true. <laughs> Urban is like euphemism for, for people of color. I love it. Okay. <laughs> no, literally sometimes when like my friends who are black say things that I don't know, I pull up urban dictionary. I'm like, Oh, that's what that means. <laughs> it's yes. super dorky of me, but someone first time I got called a side chick, I was like, I don't even know what that means. And then, yeah, but she was saying it because there was this whole, okay, there's a story. There was this whole business conversation going on and I was busy that day, but like 10 people were texting each other. And then she called me out. She's like, Amy's over here being a side chick, just spying, but not responding. I was like, first, I don't know what it means. Secondly, I have been busy. Third, I'm going to look it up on Urban Dictionary and get back to you. And then I got back to her. I was like, oh, okay. Her proper yeah, response. Yeah. <laughs> That's a hilarious story. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I use Urban Dictionary from time to time. Yes. Well, welcome to code switching, Amy. This is this is, <laughs> been doing this for quite a while. All right. So, question. Yes. One. Back to the lightning round. What is the best piece of business advice that you've ever gotten, Sharika? Don't be afraid to start. Hmm. Amen. That's true. That is a good one. Okay. Question number two. What inner dragons have you had to slay on your path to success? Let me see. Um, not being afraid with hearing my own voice. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. Especially yeah. since that was, you know, yeah. feeling like your voice didn't matter. And now being able to, to be okay stand up and mm-hmm. share it with the world. I love it. That's very brave. Next question. Who is your business girl crush? A woman who's, who's really having it happen in business. Michelle Obama. Oh, oh Yeah. yeah. And also, like, do we all just need access to her closet? I think we do. I think I we think do. That she just, you know, she she's not afraid where she came from, and yeah. she mm-hmm. and and she's elegant and she's powerful, mm-hmm. and you know, so yeah, my I've been crushing on Michelle long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Time ago. laughs> 
And, you know, got so much criticism and just kept going. That's when I was reading her book, that was one of the things that stood out to me was just how much criticism she did that it didn't really matter how she showed up or what she did. Yeah. The very next day it was wrong. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. it was wrong. And she kept going. She just kept going. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Loved that. Mm -hmm. Okay. What is the number one door that you want to open for you in your business, Sharika? I want to be able to teach all, show all kids who stutter or has a speech impediment that, that, that they can do it, that um, don't be afraid to step out the box, you know, mm-hmm. um, don't, don't be afraid to, you know, explore different things, you know, so that's, that's my goal to show them that if I can do it, um, the president or Biden, um, Biden can do it. So that's my goal. Awesome. Well, and, uh, oh my gosh, what was the poet's name who also had a stutter that was just so incredibly well-spoken? Why am I missing this name? Oh yes. Um, yes. Oh gosh. I forgot her name. Oh, I hate that. I forgot her name, but yes. So, so very well-spoken. Yeah. Amazing. A female poet just, or a male poet? It was at a the poet, inauguration. So the oh, Amanda the young Gorman. 22. Yeah. Amanda Gorman. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, Monica knows names. I don't have to remember <laughs> names because Monica will remember them for me. And quotes. <laughs> and songs. And musical Tourette's <laughs> and movie lines. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a hodgepodge library in there. Yep. It's good stuff. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Next question is when, and I, it almost feels like redundant. Cause it's like, I'm already doing it. Cause the qu- next question is when you achieve all of your business goals, what's the, what's your next level of contribution? But it's like, my business is my contribution. I feel like I'm answering for you. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I think my next contribution is to show my kids and grandkids how to do the same thing so that they can show their kids and they can show their kids. Uh, legacy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Legacy. Yeah. yeah. Legacy is such an important thing because if you look at the distribution of wealth and resources in the world, mm-hmm. so much of it has gone through legacy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, pretty much everyone in my family has only ever had to leave. There, there's been nothing to leave behind other than their love and their wisdom and their faith, you know? So yeah. that's one of my motivating things as well is I want to have, I want to build something that can be passed on that mm-hmm. sets the next generation up ahead. So I, I love it. Musical and, and right. I want to be able to show them how to not just give it to them as well. I want them to show them how yeah. to build it. Because then they'll be able to show. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Exactly. Like Beyonce says, you're part of something way bigger. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) All right. So, uh, Sharika, how can our listeners get connected with you? They can follow me on Instagram at Mm -hmm. every and then the number one voice. And then my my website at every, the number one voicematters.org. And also on Facebook at every the number one voice matters and Lil Herbie series on YouTube. So I'm going to spell that out. Well, sometimes I say it wrong. So L I L and then Herbie, H E R B I E. 
and then series, S-E-R-I-E-S. And they can pull out on Instagram and Facebook as well. And lowherby.com. You know, my nephews are going to awesome. be getting your books. I love it. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Sweet, and make sure y'all sweet. tune into the YouTube series. Yeah. <laughs> the anime series. Awesome. Awesome. I love it. Yeah. All right. Well, we so appreciate you being on today. And now's the part where Monica and I both like to share what was our biggest takeaway from listening to you speak. So Monica, you want to go first? Absolutely. Uh, well, you know, even, even recording this, sometimes it's the content that blows me away. And then sometimes it's the context that blows me away. Right. And even in, when you were talking about your childhood difficulty with stuttering, et cetera, we also had some internet connections when we were recording this and it was like, we just kept going. It was, it was almost like who you are today with that same issue that you had in, in childhood today. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like a non-issue. It's just like, we just keep going. We try again. We keep it moving. We got things to do and things to say and let's go, you know? And it was like, it was such a perfect in-person example of having mastered something that in another decade would have stopped you dead in your tracks, you know? So I I love that. Thank you. I think for me, the thing that I find most inspiring is your heart and your love and your care that you have for each of these kids. Mm -hmm. You know, what a gift it is to have somebody who loves them that doesn't have to. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like on some level, your parents, they kind of have to love you. Even, even though I know we all have stories and challenges with our parents, your teachers, they kind of have to pretend like they believe in you, but to have somebody who has no reason why they need to pour into you other than just the fact that they really do care and really do love you. I think that's such an inspiration and I am grateful for you taking the time. And I know you're making a huge impact out in the world. So good work. good work. Thank you. Thank you. All right, my friends, thank you for being here with us today. I hope that this episode has inspired you to look around in your community and see where can I make a difference? Where Mm -hmm. can I show up and serve the next generation? One of our principles of feminine leadership is lift as you climb. So as you empower yourself, your next step is to help someone else take that first rung or the Mm -hmm. second or however many steps up the ladder they need to go. And so we would invite you all to look around and see how can you make a difference and we'd love to hear about it. So leave us a comment, leave us a review, tell us what your thoughts are. And if you haven't done it yet, make sure that you come and join us on clubhouse because we are doing weekly live your circle of influence sessions. So I'm at Amy Walker. Monica's at Monica Ogando. And we cannot wait to see you over there. Thanks, everyone. Thank you, everybody.